G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Joining me in the studio today is Tishan Johnson, who is the head of Cherish Life Queensland. Now, they've got a big event that they're partnering with called the March for Life Brisbane coming up this Saturday at 2 p.m. And it's going to be in Brisbane in George Street at uh, the Queen's Gardens and a very important time for us to stand up for the sanctity of human life, to stand up for the unborn, for speak for those who can't speak. I had the privilege of emceeing the event a few years ago and remember seeing so many passionate people uh, standing up for life. Uh, we're going to be opening the phone line shortly if you'd like to join the conversation and make a comment or ask a question about the pro-life message. Uh, welcome to the studio, Teach, and how are you doing? Good, Matt. Good morning. How are you? Great to have you along. <laughs> Thank you. Now, uh, I've uh, had a chat to you on the radio before about yes. Cherish Life. Let's start with, uh, for those who don't know about Cherish Life, tell us a bit about the heart behind Cherish Life. Absolutely. So we're Queensland's oldest pro-life group. We've been established for 48 years. Mm-hmm. Our heart is to champion uh, life from conception until natural death. Mm. So we love life. We think all life should be championed. All human life is so precious. Mm. Absolutely. And it's really an, an intense time for Queensland right now. Yes. Um, I was chatting with Warwick Marsh from the Fatherhood Foundation and the Canberra Declaration earlier this morning, and he was just explaining a, a bit about what's going on in, in the political scene right now. And, you know, Victoria has some of the worst abortion laws in the world. Yeah. And that's basically what they're trying to bring in here in Queensland, aren't they? It's almost a mirror image. That's absolutely right, Matt. Mm. It's unbelievable. Now, let's go through uh, some of the polling that's come out recently because yes. this is really interesting to see what Queenslanders and Australians, but you know, let's look at this galaxy poll. Give us a bit of a snapshot of this. Absolutely. So we did uh, ourselves and Australian Family Association through YouGov Galaxy poll did a um, poll on the sixth to the eighth of August of Queensland voters, and it showed that seventy six percent of Queenslanders. Queenslanders oppose abortion past 23 weeks. Only 6% of Queenslanders actually agree with abortion up until birth, which this legislation, if passed, would allow. And of those 6%, only 3% of women actually agreed with abortion up until birth. So we're seeing, um, and we did other polling as well, that's just one of the results. We're seeing time and time again that women are more pro-life than men, but even the majority of people, 100%, like almost 100%, only 6% of Queenslanders actually agree with abortion up until birth. So it is, as well as being incredibly cruel and barbaric legislation, it's actually very unpopular and it's Mm. pretty much only a small percentage of Queenslanders agree with it. Mm. Yes. Now, let me just firstly uh, take a little bit of a different tact because I'm always aware as a pastor and working on a Christian radio station that there will be people listening that have had abortions. Yeah. And I've had the privilege of praying for many women and men over the years mm. who've been involved with abortions. And, you know, there's there's wounds there. Yeah. There, there is physical uh, effects. There's spiritual and emotional effects. There's lots of – and a lot of people don't talk about this in the secular media, but there's actually a lot of uh, emotional and physical scarring from abortions. Mm. And as Christians, we never condemn. We, we, we never yeah. want people to feel like, 
they're they're guilty and they and they can't be forgiven and they've met you know because God is a God of grace and a God of love. So let me just firstly mm-hmm. mention that. And would you just just share with us a bit about uh, you know cherished life? I mean, you, you your your ministry. You speak up for the pro-life message, but you also yes. care for those who've been through abortions. Well, just speak to that for a moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we advocate strongly for women. The truth is abortion harms women. Mm. It, so it kills a child and it harms the woman mm. almost. Well, basically studies show uh, mm. around the world that about one in five women who have an abortion will develop a serious mental mental illness mm. because of that abortion. So something like uh, depression or anxiety actually triggered by the, that abortion. Mm. A woman who's had an abortion is six times more likely to commit suicide. Wow. There are also um, physical risks, as you mentioned. Um, so you've obviously got you know things that I won't go into over radio, mm. but there there's physical risks associated with abortion, um, and also the later the gestation of the abortion, and this I have to emphasise this is a late term abortion bill, the higher the risk and the procedure to the woman. Mm. Um, so women don't recover well from abortion yeah. is a true statement. Yeah. So as well as advocating for the unborn, we're advocating for proper care for pregnant women, and that's yeah. a really big issue. Um, I will point out this bill that the gov- the state government has. Put up does not include safeguards for women considering an abortion. Mm. Now that would in a typical safeguard in European abortion laws are things like independent counselling, informed consent conditions. So women are actually told, look, um, first of all, here's some alternatives to abortion. Mm. Um, you know, keeping the child, adoption, etc. And here's how you get information on it. But also, here are the risks of abortion. We have to tell you by law that um, mental illness is a real risk and there's physical risks. There's none of that in this law, and there's no cooling off period. Mm. Um, so it's very dangerous law to women as well, obviously, to the unborn. Yeah, we care about women deeply. We mm. work with a number of – we have a lot of affiliate organisations that we can refer women to to get counselling as well, mm. get that healing. That's our heart, that women get healed and that this stops. Abortion is not anyone's friend. Mm. So we know uh, from all this research you've just shared how bad it is, right? Yeah. Yet it's most likely this bill is probably going to be passed in Queensland unless there's a miracle. Yeah, look, we're hoping for the miracle. Um, I, I'm confident. I'll, I'll quickly explain it because it's a little bit of a, a mathematic. Basically, there's 93 seats in Queensland, so mm-hmm. every MP will have a vote unless someone's away that day or someone abstains from voting, which is also a possibility they abstain. So we have. 48 Labor MPs. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a Labor bill. I am thankful to this, to the Premier for this one mercy that she has allowed a conscience vote, which means the MPs can vote according to their conscience or in accordance with their constituents. Mm. Um, that's another way of defining the conscience vote with their constituents' wishes. The LNP, which only has 39 seats by comparison to so the Labor government, has a vast majority. Um, they haven't said whether or not they will allow a conscience vote. However, um, it was recently affirmed at a, a Liberal National Party convention that their party wanted them to um, stand against this bill and not vote for it. Um, so we're getting positive signals from the LNP, but we still don't know what they're going to do. The Caterpillar Party, there's three Cata Party boys. The, all three of them said they're absolutely opposing this. It's abhorrence. Mm-hmm. We were very encouraged. Uh, one Nation, there's one One Nation MP. He said he will oppose it. Uh, the Greens, we know, will vote for it. There's one Green and there's one Independent who is signalling she supports this bill. Mm. Um, so we basically, doing the numbers, uh, there has to be at least, uh, assuming all of LNP vote no, and we are hoping that, but we don't know if that will happen. We're hoping at least four um, Labor MPs will vote against it. It's called crossing the floor. We hope they will cross the floor. Um, 
there is immense pressure in the Labor Party. We have heard particularly from Jackie Trad, the Deputy Premier, uh, so it will take tremendous courage. But we know from our polling that most of them wouldn't be happy with this because we know only 6% of Queenslanders actually agree with abortion mm. up until birth. So in their conscience, many of them wouldn't be happy with this. Um, some of them, when we research, are Catholic or Christian, so we definitely know that it's not consistent with the Christ- Christian mm. message. Mm. So we're hoping that some of them are brave enough to actually say, I'm not supporting this and cross may well cost some of them their careers. So for those of us who are passionate about this, obviously we can go to the March for Life on Saturday, September 1, 2 p.m., George Street, Brisbane, and and be educated, be a voice, you know, speak up about it. That's one way. Uh, We can contact our local MPs. Please, that's Mm -hmm. so powerful. Uh, A meeting is best. Ask them for a meeting about this issue and respectfully, but... Um, convincingly to say, look, I don't believe in this. Mm. I, this is really not okay. And you, you know, me and 50 of my friends or 50 people in my church, we all feel the same way. Please vote no. Um, and, you know, just really talk them through. I should just point out this, this research, Matt, is on our website for free. You can download the whole booklet. This, um, what Queenslanders think about abortion. So that's cherishlife.org.au. So mm-hmm. you can take in that research as well. They've all been sent a copy as well. So in a nutshell, we're looking for a handful of Labor MPs. Yeah. To cross the floor. Exactly. How many do we need? We need four. Four. We also need to lock in the LNP, and the way we're going to lock that in if, is at the same um, strategy. If constituents go to their LNP MPs and say, please, no. So, mm. yeah, but we've got to keep the pressure on, particularly the ALP, yeah, Labor. Is there many Christians and Catholic with Catholic background as well in the in the Labor Party in Queensland that we know of? Uh, yes, in the Labor Party in Queensland. Um, so if you look at the Parliament, uh, the parliamentary website, a lot of them disclose their faith. Okay. I would say there's probably uh, maybe I don't know twelve to fourteen okay. who say they're Catholic. Okay. So I was encouraged yeah. when I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, we're hoping, mm. we're hoping, we're trying to um really get that message to them as many ways as we can. And, and grassroots constituents is the best way of doing it because yeah. they want to be re-elected. And is there a time frame that we're looking at for this? Yes. Thank you, Matt. Uh, the vote is set for the sitting week of the 16th of October. So we have seven weeks. Okay. So it is urgent. It is urgent. Absolutely. Yeah. We're joined by Tishan Johnson from Cherish Life Queensland. We're talking about the abortion debate in Queensland. Seven weeks to go. And we need to be praying and believing for a miracle uh, to be able to stand up for life in Queensland. You can call through and join the conversation on one 316 And joining us on the line is Emily from Ipswich. Have you got a question or a comment for Tishan? Welcome to the program. Thank you. I tried to get out of radio, but um, Mandy put me on. I've spoken <laughs> with the lady on the phone, um, and I'm involved with Jewish life. Um yeah, so there's been a bit of a question. You've told me that it's seven weeks now, but and I'm very much pro-life. I've 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 had I have had the privilege of caring for preemie babies. I've had the privilege of care, caring for little newborn babies. So it's very close to my heart because of that, because I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even say the lady's name. I'm sorry. Um, but I have spoken with you on the phone. And this petition, you said, yes, we pray. We pray at our church. And the petition and March for Life, I'm not sure about when that is going to happen. Teacher, so, would you like to let us know? Yep. 
Hello, good morning. Um, Hi, we were, uh, I have talked with you on the phone, oh, Terry Schleiss. Oh, thank you. Like, nice to say hello again. We would love you to come to the March for Life. It's this Saturday, so the 1st of September, so just two days away at 2 p.m. in Brisbane City. We're meeting at Queen's Gardens, and we're going to walk up to Parliament for a rally. So please come along. We would love to have you there. And we will have some of the right. petitions there. They're also on our website, but we'll have hard copies there. I was told they were being sent to our church, but I'm not yeah. sure if they have or not yet. But We did email them to all churches, so um, I dare say it did arrive, but we will definitely have some on the day as well. Okay. So, yes. Queen's Gardens. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, thanks so much, and thanks thank you. you oh, thank you. Take care. Thanks Bye-bye. for your call, Emily. God bless. Bye-bye. And if you'd like to join the conversation, you can call through now on 1-800-316-316. And also on the line, we've got Marion from Perth. G'day, Marion. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Have you got a question or a comment for Titian? I have a comment. And thank you. I wanted to say thank you, Titian, mm-hmm. and Cherish Life, because if, if um, the law had been passed in Western Australia to that effect, yeah. my daughter, my second daughter, Kat, would not have been born. Oh. Wow. She was born six weeks early. Dear, so it dear. really tears at my heartstrings. Mm, Marion, yeah, absolutely. And, and I'd just like to tell you that she's now 20, 28. Wow. And she's supervisor on a mine site up north. Wow, wow. So she's... That, yeah, that's all I want to say. Oh, you're a beautiful lady. Thank you for that encouragement. Yeah. You know, can and... I just jump in there, Marion? Yeah. I remember seeing a TV ad from a pro-life group in the States years ago and it had a, uh, a, a, a firefighter, a, a woman firefighter. It had a, a man who was a politician. It had someone that was uh, like a, a rescue worker, you know, saving people from, uh, you know, drowning in the ocean, you know, all these people that are doing significant things in life. And the ad basically said at the end, thank you for uh, voting pro-life because we were premier and we wouldn't have made it otherwise. Wow, that is a great oh, that's ad. Wonderful. <laughs> I think that's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. God bless you both. Thank you. Thanks Thank so you. much for your call. Bye. God bless. Bye bye. And you know, teaching it's a, a very important topic to discuss as well because uh, you know the reality is every life is precious. Absolutely. And you know we're we're coming to a a time in. We need to make a decision about the direction of life right now. People are wanting to choose the sex of their child. Yeah. People are wanting to abort a child if there's a possibility it could have Down syndrome. Yeah. People are wanting to just cast away and call it a fetus, mm. but it's a human. It's, it's, it's a human. God's creation. That's exactly it. Yep. Even from conception, Matt, the uh, DNA is distinct from the mother and the sex and even the eye colour is determined from conception. Mm. That it's a human from conception. And, you know, you look through history. Uh, Pharaoh tried to wipe out a whole generation. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, when, when Christ was born, a whole generation was wiped out. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing. happening. Mean, there's been over 50 million mm. in the States. Mm. Uh, and how many abortions have we seen in Australia? Is there any stats on that? Uh, it's I mean, about 100,000 a year 100, since the late 70s when it was legalized. It's been increasing over the years, generally increasing. So, you know, just millions. Think, just think who they could have been. Yeah, exactly. Could have been a prime minister, could have been a rescue worker, could have been a missionary, could have been uh, the next history maker that's going to change our nation. That's exactly And their it. life's been robbed yep. because people think they're God. They can make their own decisions about it. It's heartbreaking. Oh, 
we could have had um, cancer could have a cure now. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We we need to think of the uh, the alternatives and the possibilities. Uh, if you'd like to join the conversation, we're fired up today about the pro life message. Mm. Call through on one 316 316. Uh, Darren from Rockhampton, have you got a question or a comment? Uh, yeah, comment. Um, I believe that um, God's in control of the abortion and that um, we have nothing to worry about. Yeah, what, what do you mean by that, mate? Um, that he's working, he's working on it. You, you, you think he's going to uh, uh, impact these politicians so that they vote in the right way? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, in a way, yeah, in a way he will, yeah. Well, that's what we're praying for, Tish. We are. Yeah. I, I like what um, I'm personally a Christian. I should just say Cherish Life. We have a lot of supporters and members who are Christian, not everyone, but it's actually yeah. a secular lobby group, but I'm personally Christian. I love Jesus. Um, <laughs> I, I will say, um, you know, in the Gospel of James, it says faith without works is dead. And there is a time to, we, we pray, but we also act. And I think now is such a time because the situation is very dire um, yeah. and it is so extreme. But I love your faith. It is amazing, Darren. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good on you, buddy. Thanks for your call. No worries. Thank you. Bye. God bless. And we've got Adele from Brisbane. Have you got a question or a comment? I have a question. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. It's so important that we raise our thoughts and our voices in this time. And my question is, what do we do as the church to make sure that our godly principles and what we believe actually continues to stand in these states? What do we do as the church? How do we mobilize the church to say no to these heinous uh, bills and, and these ideas that are death ideas, really? Yeah, that's an excellent question, Adele. Um, some churches are exceptional and they've jumped on board and are really championing mm. life and some are silent and we would love people to right. speak. One of the big problems yeah. we have, some people just aren't aware of it at all. Uh, with the Pine Bills, it was a fight, you know, over a year, a year and a half. So we could build a lot of the pro-life community and churches could build a lot of hype around it. Not hype, sorry. Hype's the wrong word. Um, a lot of momentum built up saying this is mm-hmm. not okay. Yeah. But with this, we have a short time. So uh, yeah. we, we're relying on, you know, pastors, reverends, priests to really mobilize their people, but also so congregation members, parish members to actually go to their pastor or priest and say, mm-hmm. excuse me, this is not right. Can we please do something? Can you put something in the announcements? I've brought some petitions yeah. with me. I've got handouts. So we're relying on Christians right. to go to their church leaders, to speak yeah. at their Bible studies, at their home groups, yeah. to really be a light in their community and also mm-hmm. to respectfully ask their church leaders to highlight this from the pulpit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it, if we could mobilize churches, we will hold. Yeah. I'm sure of it. The reason being, so yeah, we've got to mobilize churches so anything people can do to get their church communities involved mm. please do it mm. it's a really good question thanks adele excellent thank you thanks for your call god bless god bless you too bye and uh joining us on the line right now is sandra from victoria to join the conversation hey sandra have you got a question or a comment for titian oh good morning um i was i, I just wanted to say i'm 68 and i had an abortion when i was uh, in my early 20s, very early 20s. And mm. it was horrific because back in those days, it was something that was quite disgusting, embarrassing, just terrible, you know. And I had no one to turn to. I had a good job. My life was in a turmoil. And, you know, all I wanted was somehow to get out of the horrible situation, the embarrassing situation I was in. Mm. And it was done with no anaesthetic. It was like in a, you know, 
it, because it was against the law back then. At the time, it relieved me of something I couldn't even cope with and I didn't even want to think about it much. But as I've got older, it actually gnaws at you and you think, my God, how could I? And it's it's a tug of war with your emotions. And I know God's forgiven me. I, I know that because he's a loving person. But for people of my age, it's horrific. You know, that shame and all of that, it seems to be different now. But um, I would advise any young woman who's in a situation, don't do it because it comes back when you're older and when you're a lot more wiser and more informed. And I hope that bill does not come into, um, I hope it doesn't get passed. that's, That's so wrong. And I say that as a mature woman now. Mm. Oh, your story. Thank you for sharing. You're very brave and I'm so sorry for your pain. And um, your story is actually very common in that at the time the woman or the girl will feel immediate relief and then Mm. um, the the pain comes later quite often, the deep pain. It it comes back to bite you, but at the time it was social, your upbringing and Mm. stigma and for a young person, I, I grieve for any woman that had to make the choice that I did, and it wasn't an easy one, mm. um, but it comes back and bites you later on because yeah. a woman is normally maternalistic, you know what mm. I mean, on the average, and um, and you go, oh, gee, if only, if only, if, if I had help, like so and saying, look, we'll, we'll set you up and... We'll find a place for you and help you with some baby needs. I mean, I was so naive, you know what I mean? Yeah, you've and t- I was, mm. Yeah. I, I, was, oh. I, I just... I'm so sad. Know, I hope you get the healing, the deep healing. And you've touched on many issues there. We do need really good support services. And you said if you would have had the help, you know, you could have chosen differently. And also the the legalization, um, how it was illegal. I should just, in in Queensland, um, although abortion currently sits under the criminal code, because of case law um, in 1986, a woman can get an abortion for serious uh, risk to her physical or mental health, which means it's about 14,000, well, it has led to 14,000 thousand abortions in Queensland typically in any year. So it's lawful under those arrangements. So it's no longer um, you went through the, the case where you said it was illegal and there was no anaesthetic and um, I, I, I'm absolutely grieved that you went through such agony um, you know, to have the loss of a child but also um, the experience you had. It's just, you, you're right, you were given bad counsel and you weren't supported. If people were supported, if people are supported, if women, if the fear is taken out of the decision, most women will have their baby Many studies Absolutely. have shown that. Yeah, Absolutely. Mm. Um, I had nowhere, no home to go to. I was, um, I was just excommunicated from the family, you know. Oh. Um, not, not that my family were really religious, but I was raised as a Catholic. Mm. And then you're dealing with, oh, you know, God's angry with me. You know, I've got pregnant. I hardly knew about sex, if you know what I mean, back in those days, you know, and because it wasn't even talked about. Mum never talked about it. That's how she was raised. So it was a very shameful thing for me to, um, you know, to get pregnant. So I had to go off on my own um, and with the boyfriend at the time and his auntie gave him the money and, oh, my God, 
or travel all the way up to was Sydney to some place I'd never been before in my life. I walk in this room and oh by gee, it was it was horrific. And then you got to deal with that when you get out of there. Oh, what in the hell happened to you? You know, yeah, and, it's not right. And then, you should have no, been treated and with then love. You shut it down. You don't yeah. want to think about it. Yeah, and it's not until you're older. And and I really hope that young women out there look. It's not worth it. Mm. You might think it is at the time, but it'll come back and bite you Mm. in some way or another. Bless you, Sandra. You're an amazing woman, and thank you for sharing. You're a beautiful, brave woman. Yes, you are. That's kind of you, but I don't know whether I'd go that far. (laughs) I I, I don't want – I wouldn't like that for any young girl. I mean, gee, you know – but anyway, that's enough of that, and I thank you very much for taking me call. Thank you yeah. so much, Sandra. God bless. Thank you. Bye. And, you know, we should just point out, Titian, that, uh, that there are great organisations like the Priceless Life Centre. Oh, amazing, uh, who yes. Can, uh, people can call, yep. talk to them, uh, females and males, yep. talk to them about the options that are available and get some counselling. Absolutely. Mm. There's centres right around Australia and prices is obviously here in Brisbane. Um, and they 100% free. They've got professional social workers, counsellors. Um, they can even help find housing for women um, who, you know, sometimes actually a lot of abortions are done out of coercion. People pressure them, their partners, their husbands, even their parents to have an abortion. Mm. And um, they might even, it might result in them being homeless if they say no. Mm. Um, so we can help with housing. And um, as I said before, a few is taken out of the decision. Most most women will keep their child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the other thing that uh, has been interesting has been uh, ultrasounds. Yes. They can do them 3D. And is it 4D as well? Can they do 4D? Anyway, they can oh. do 3D ultrasounds. Yeah. And the percentage of abortions, once they've seen a 3D ultrasound, it's basically... Yeah. Nearly zip, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it definitely decreases. I don't know the percentage, but I, I know many, many stories. And um, an example is a woman who spoke at the March for Life earlier this year. She was 19 weeks pregnant. She was only 16 or 17. And she went for the ultrasound at the abortion clinic just before the abortion. And she said to the nurse, can I just have a look? And the oh. nurse turned it and she saw her little girl sucking her thumb. Oh. And she, she's like, that's it. And she ran out of the clinic. Oh. And that girl's now 13. And she said, it's her best friend. They go surfing together. Together. Oh. She's the most wonderful girl. She said, and she came so close to aborting her, the most beautiful thing in her life. Wow. Yeah. So, it's a life, not a fetus. It's a person. That's exactly it. Yes. God's creation. Oh, yeah. beautiful, beautiful. If you'd like to join the conversation, call through on 1 800 316 316. Uh, we've got Sue from Brisbane. Have you got a question or a comment? Oh, yes. Hi. Look, I just wanted to give a, a quick testimony. Um, I was working in a doctor's surgery and uh, this young girl came in with her family, her mum and sister, and um, she wanted the number. She was pregnant. She found out she was pregnant, and she, she wanted the number to the abortion clinic and or someone she could go um, and see about that. And um, anyway, she had made up her mind that that's what she was going to do. And um, I, when I went home from work, uh, I was so burdened by this, and, and I got up through the night, and I was just praying for this young girl. Wow. And the baby. And um, anyway, the next time that I saw her, she came into the to the surgery, and she was still pregnant. And wow. I asked, yeah, I asked her um, about it, you know. And she she said that she had changed her mind. Wow. And I said <laughs> to her, oh, I need to tell you a story about your baby. And 
And anyway, I told her what had happened, that I was praying for her through the night, and she, she wasn't a Christian, and she said, um, oh, she said, so this is God's baby. And I said, yeah, it sure is. <laughs> and anyway, she, um, but when, as I saw her come back in and that little baby growing up, the family, the love that that child um, had, you know, from the family, they just doted on the, on the child. And I thought to myself, wow, we're so close. You know, not only would the baby have lost the life that God had given it, but the family would have missed out on loving that child the way they did. They just adored it, you know, and I, it was such a blessing to me to see this baby coming and, and a child as it was growing up, you know, and the love that it had. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Children are a blessing from the Lord mm. and God doesn't make mistakes. And sometimes people might find themselves in less than ideal situations, but the truth is that life is a blessing. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. how important it is for us to pray. You know, prayer does yes. change things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good on, on you. you. So good. I love that story. Thank you, Sue. God bless. Okay. You too. Bye. And we've got Sativa from South Australia. Have you got a question or a comment? Hi, um, Matt and Tishan. Um I've, I've kind of got a, a little bit of a um, comment and question, if that's okay. I'll be as brief as I can. Um, I um, personally, I'm, I'm kind of on the other end where I've uh, had pregnancy losses, um, a number of them, seven of them actually. Mm. And so for me, um, very like we've only been able to experience very early um, pregnancy and, um, you know, we were able to see an embryo and um, also uh, one heartbeat <laughs> through that time. Um, and so, you know, those things were just absolutely precious. And what sort of got um, me through this is knowing that God knows um, each of our children and that he designed them, um, you know, before we we're even here on earth. And so that was um, just a great comfort. And so just, I guess, the effects, um, what my question is, um knowing that people suffer, and I've, I've known people who have had um, abortions, is those, that silent suffering that happens later on. Mm. Um, you know, because we're, we're not made to... Um, oh, I don't know, God made us to be connected together. So, you know, every every person counts, every, every life counts, yeah. <laughs> um, if yeah. that makes sense. So the, the, the silent emotional, psychological um, effects on people who are perhaps not Christian or who don't have that understanding of, you know, um, of God and his design. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you've really struck a chord there. Um, it's, it's brutal mm. to the woman as well. Mm. It's a cruel thing for the woman's body and also her psyche, absolutely, and her soul. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your story, uh, Sativa. Yes. And uh, so can I ask, um, would you like us to pray for you today on the radio? Wow. Yes, I never turn down some prayer. It's always helpful. Yeah. Can, can I ask, are you still uh, looking at those? Op- are you still looking for that? Are you still looking for? A baby. Still trying? Um, 
Um, yeah, um, yes, but I kind of acknowledge that our children are in heaven and we've named them all. Okay. And, you know, that's helped us, but we're also maybe looking at fostering. So, okay. So, you know, we know that God will give us children in some way or another. Beautiful. All right, well, let's, let's pray. Wherever you are across the nation, let's mm. pray for Sativa. Lord, we just thank you for Sativa uh, calling up and sharing her story of what she's been through and uh, we thank you for all those precious children that are in heaven, mm. that do have names, that are loved. And, uh, Lord, as uh, Sativa, as as they look at their options, whether it be fostering or whether it could be a miracle child, we just pray, Lord, that your kingdom will come and you will be done in her life. We just pray that you'll uh, continue to give comfort and give miracles and uh, just stretch your hand out and touch them with your power and do a miracle and bless them right now, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm looking Thank forward you. to you ringing, hearing the testimony. Pastor Matt can let me know when you <laughs> ring up and say, I've got a baby. <laughs> I'll definitely, Chair. Thank you, Karen, and great thanks for what you're doing and standing oh. up. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank God you, bless. Thank you, Thank you. Bye-bye. And our guest in the studio is Tishan Johnson from Cherish Life Queensland. Now, this Saturday, September 1 at 2 p.m., at Queen's Gardens in George Street, Brisbane, there is the March for Life. Everyone's being asked to wear white and to stand up to stop Labor's late-term abortion bill. It's a very hot topic in Queensland and around our nation. Our guest is Tishan Johnson from Cherish Life Queensland, and uh, we're uh, taking some calls. We've got, uh, uh, who have we got here? Anita from Central Queensland joining us. Have you got a question or a comment? Uh, yeah, comment. I, like a uh, previous caller, Sandra, um, I'm I'm someone who was uh, forced into an abortion when I was 17. Um, it was uh, there was a huge amount of shame associated with it because I'd actually uh, been molested by a family friend. So that was, you know, there was all that emotion going on with that, and the fact that I absolutely um, did not want to have to have an abortion, but um, because of the circumstances, there was just, you know, I didn't see any way out and it was a really horrible thing to go through. But um, the, the long-term thing is that I could, I, once I met my husband, I said I could, you know, if, if that ever happened to me again, I, I, I just couldn't go through with an abortion. It was just such a horrible, horrible thing. Mm. We went on and had four beautiful Aww. sons all of who I have told him, my youngest one, he's three. So, But my older boys, um, I have an 18-year-old, a 15-year-old, and an 11-year-old. Um, the older boys have been told um, that, you know, I went through this awful thing. And the reason why I told them is not because, um, you know, I'm worried that they m- m- may end up becoming a young father because they're, you know, we've, they're, they're, their life is pretty busy and I don't think they've got any girlfriends at the moment but more so if they had a friend um, that ever found themselves in that predicament they couldn't turn to anyone mm. I wanted the boys to know do you ever have a friend who needs someone to talk to who's been there um, you know there are services there are, is help available now um, that you know I certainly wasn't um, able to take advantage of at the time when I was going through my teenage pregnancy, which you know, uh, obviously, you know, it was it was eight weeks, and that baby's still a baby, and I actually still loved that baby. I still love it. I named I named it. I believed it was a girl at the time, um, and all I could do when I was going through that horrible procedure was um, 
just pray that she went to God straight in heaven because that to me was my only way of trying to make something so awful somehow be not quite as bad, mm. you know, for the innocent one involved in this. Mm. So, um, you know, we need to wrap our arms around people who've, you know, being faced with that challenge, who might have made that choice to do that and support them. Late-term, but just regarding late-term abortions, I have absolutely no, um, I don't see anywhere that we can, you know, to me that's, um, if it's capable of life outside the womb, one, earth is it not, you know, murder or infanticide, I guess. Um, mm. You know what I mean? Like these late-term abortions just shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I guess that means I've got double standards. I I just think that each case is very different, but mm. um, it is a horrible thing to go through for any any woman. Um and if the support is there, you can pretty much be supported through anything. Um, but um, I think that there's there's always another option and no one should ever see an abortion as the only option. There's always mm. something else. You know, there's many childless couples who would love to adopt and, um, you know, if you can't raise a child, perhaps, certainly um, there is the option to adopt your child out to a loving family. That's so, right. Um, that's, I just wanted to part that on, you know, I... Um, yeah, I just think we should. Thank you so much, Anita, for sharing your story with us today. God bless. Yeah, God bless. You're so brave. Beautiful lady. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And uh, we do have Focus on the Family coming up soon. And uh, interesting topic today, understanding how to manage anger in motherhood. Interesting uh, topic coming up soon. Uh, but, uh, Tishan, it's been wonderful to have you in the studio with us today. Thank you, Matt. It's been a pleasure. been a joy. Now, if yes. people want to contact Cherish Life and get yes. involved, uh, give us all the details. Okay, so cherishlife.org.au. Um, we have our March for Life this Saturday. And to get involved, we would say just register online. Uh, we need a lot of helpers for everything. Um, and particularly uh, the most important thing we would say is to meet with your state MP, yeah. uh, to get involved in media, social media, and to come along to the March for Life. And also um, kind of, yeah, really help mobilize your church and your community community to mm. also be a voice for life. These things are key. So, yeah, please connect. Thank hey, you. Hey, teacher, I'm just going to ask you, can you pray yes. for Queensland? Yeah. Let's go. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just thank you for Queensland. I thank you said to pray for all in authority, 1 Timothy 2, Lord. So we just lift up our leaders, Father God. And I thank you the Premier has allowed a conscience vote on this issue, Father God. And I pray for Jackie Trad, who's leading this, Lord God. We just pray that she understands your grace and your love. And I pray for every single MP who's going to be voting on this, Father God. I ask that you give them courage, Lord, and uh, a fear of the Lord, which we know is the beginning of wisdom, and that they stand resolute, that abortion, that they, they would know in their heart. I believe that abortion, particularly late-term abortion up until birth, is absolutely wrong. So, Father God, I ask you convict them, Father God, and you give them wisdom and courage and know that to stand for life and to stand for goodness is far more important than mm. their careers or even so-called popularity in their own party. And, Father God, I pray that Queenslanders rise up, even those who aren't Christian, that just basically people just rise up and say, this is not okay. Um, Father God, I just thank you for the favor. Um, I thank you for Vision having this interview, and I just ask for more favor. Mm. In media for the pro-life side, for everyone who would stand for life, just real avenues in media. Father God, I ask churches to rise up. I ask that you show your arms strong in this hour. And we ask you for a miracle. Amen. This bill doesn't go through. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Tishan, thanks for joining us. And God bless you you and the team at Cherish Life. Thank you, Matt. God bless. 
Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.